0: welcome back to the building better people podcast this is your host charlie lima we are going to pick back up with my book you can be fit we're going to be covering chapters six and seven today and if you have not been listening to the previous podcast with the episodes you can go back and listen to episode 74 and episode 75 and then we pick back up here with episode 77 And then we will conclude the book, You Can Be Fit. We will wrap that up next week with episode 78. Enjoy. Chapter 6. Do it right the first time. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all the time thing. You don't win once in a while. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit. Vincent Thomas, Vince Lombardi. Do it right the first time. Dara Torres was 17 when she won her first Olympic medal. Now, twice retired, twice divorced, she is the winner of 10 Olympic medals and the first American swimmer to compete in five Olympics. But she made headlines in 2008 because at age 41, she is the oldest swimming medalist. To Dara Torres, age is just a number. When she decided to compete again after retiring for seven years, and in April of 2006 giving birth to her daughter, Tessa, Dara knew she would have to re-sculpt her middle-aged body for swimming. She did it, and she did it right this time. Yet, from her freshman year of college, Dara endured five years of bulimia daily weigh-in stressed her into purging several times a week. Every day, I constantly thought about food, what I was going to eat, how I was going to get rid of it. After graduation, she sought a psychiatrist who helped her turn it all around. I stopped cold turkey and was able to get over it, she said. Now, Dara spends two hours in the pool, five days a week, which is about half as much as her competitors, she has mastered the art of training her own body. She weight trains four days a week, two days of lower body and core, and the other two days of upper body and core, and does resistive stretches three days a week. One of her fitness secrets is, stop eating food that you know is not good for you. You are what you eat. That means your joints are made of the crappy fast food you choked down last week. Crappy fast food joints don't last that long. Quote. Stacy Creamer, Dara's book editor, says Dara has made people rethink what they think about aging and staying in shape. We're bound by bad information. Anytime you seek to educate yourself about health and fitness, you'll be inundated with myths, fads, gimmicks, half-truths, and wishful thinking. Low fat or no fat diets are good for you. Eating a grapefruit after your meal burns away the fat. All starches are bad if you're trying to lose weight. Cabbage soup burns fat. Skipping meals is a good way to lose weight. Dairy products are fattening. Herbal weight loss products are safe. Eat whatever you want and still burn fat. You've heard them all. When we're hungry for answers, it's easy to be taken in by such dubious advice. Dara Torres received some bad information and believed that purging after meals was a good way to keep her weight down. Fortunately, she got the help she needed in time to undo any damage. After my first year of college, I went home for the summer weighing about 205 pounds, having maintained a 27-pound weight loss from the summer before. My little brother, Susser Jr., was 13 at the time and chunky. I remembered looking at him when he was six and thinking he'd be a toothpick forever. But fast food catches up with everyone. Now I could see him headed down a path I had already walked. The chubby kid who never gets noticed by girls, who never takes his shirt off at pool parties. Having watched me lose weight the previous summer, he was already inspired. So I said, okay buddy, we're going to do this together. I was taking a summer class at 7.30 in the morning and waiting tables in the afternoons, which left plenty of time to work out. I told my brother, we're going to eat every meal together, and I want you to ride your bike 30 minutes every day before you do anything else. Helping Cesar overcome his weight problem became my summer project. We ate together at breakfast, a bowl of cereal each. Then I went to class and he rode his bike, later I went to the gym for a couple of hours, One and a half hours of workout followed by 30 minutes of cardio on the elliptical trainer and 10 minutes of abs. Cesar and I met up for lunch. We shared grilled chicken and white rice. When I left for work, I'd take a small protein bar, which I ate during my shift. I ate dinner with my little brother. We'd have another bowl of cereal. It's too bad I didn't know then what I know now about nutrition because in that regard, I was giving my brother some bad advice. But i was 19 years old and passing on what i believed was right i ate about 1200 calories a day while exercising over two hours a day besides being active at work do that for three months and your body is going to shed weight my older brother henry told me charlie you're too thin and looking back at pictures of me at that time i can see he was right even with all that working out i didn't look healthy at the end of the summer I weighed 182 pounds. I'd lost 23 pounds. Of course, the deprivation of calories had confused my metabolism, and I gained it all back later. Myths fly at us from all directions. When I returned to college that fall, my sophomore year, I felt too small. I couldn't lift as much weight because I just didn't have the bulk I wanted. And being a guy, I wanted to be big and strong. Seeking some guidance, I went to a nutrition store and talked to the owner, who gave out nutrition advice frequently. It seemed like the right place to get some answers. He said, you just need to eat more. There's a 30-minute window immediately after you work out when you can eat anything you want, fat, carbs, protein, whatever. The rest of the day, eat protein only. Buy a jumbo jack and throw away the buns. I took that nutrition expert's advice and ran with it. After a hard workout I'd eat a triple meat cheeseburger plus a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a glass of two percent milk. Imagine how many calories I was cramming down at one meal. All because I'd listened to false information. By December I was back up to 222 pounds. Today I understand what I was doing to my metabolism. After four months of restricting my calories way down, which slowed my metabolism, I spent another four months eating too many calories during that magic window after my workouts. And my metabolism wasn't sure what to do with all that food. The good part of the story is that my little brother changed the direction of his life that summer. At the same time, he hit his growth spurt. He gained an awareness of what he put into his body, an awareness about activity in general. And he fixed the problem at the right time. He didn't have to go through high school feeling like the chubby kid. He got to enjoy friends in a way that most chubby kids don't. Now, he works out four or five days a week. Does he eat perfectly? No. I've seen him eat some foods I would never put in my body. But the fact that he has an awareness of what junk food can do keeps him eating right at least most of the time. And at 19, he's in great shape. Wherever you are now, start doing it right. At age 13, my little brother had only a few years of bad habits behind him. He's going to have a great metabolism because he started working out at such an early age. His metabolism now is incredibly efficient because of the changes he made. If he'd continued eating poorly until age 18 without burning it off, through exercise, he would look and feel entirely different right now. At 20... 30, or 40, if we decide we want to change our eating habits and exercise habits, we have all those years of poor eating and insufficient exercise to overcome. It's a mental challenge as much as a physical challenge. Most families have certain things they do every night of the week. Perhaps on Monday, it's grilled hot dogs with all the trimmings followed by a few TV programs, then cookies and milk before bed. Tuesday, dad works late, so it's pizza night. Wednesday is Bible study with dinner at your favorite Mexican restaurant. Get the picture? Salt, grease, and sugar. Changing your habits is more complicated than merely stopping at the gym a couple times a week because you can't fit into the jeans you bought three months ago. This is where commitment and scheduling become especially important. You'll be giving up some habits you've firmly attached to. Habits that affect other people. So why not commit to making good choices? Listening to the best advice and doing it right. Who can you trust? This is a tough one, isn't it? After all, we're surrounded by myths, fads, diet pills, etc., etc. The fact that you're reading this book tells me you're at least open to hearing what I believe is the best advice. And you know my story. But hey, that's me. I was 18 when I turned my life around. Wherever you are now, 20, 30, 40 or older, your story will be different. In the years since I started my training business, I've worked with kids, teenagers, and adults of all ages from 20 to over 80. Each one was an individual with specific needs and goals. But in all cases, following a good eating plan and a personalized workout schedule helped them to get where they want to be. Were they all successful? Again, that's an individual assessment, but everyone gets back at least as much as they put in. Those who gave exercise and nutrition 100% effort certainly achieved success in many areas of their health and fitness. In my study of kinesiology and nutrition, I knew I wanted to learn as much as possible to enhance the health, fitness, and well-being of my clients. My degree in kinesiology taught me about human movement, performance, and function. I learned how to apply the science of anatomy, physiology, and biomechanics to provide a personalized exercise routine it encompasses a client's fitness goals, as well as their strengths and limitations. I also studied all the equipment used for exercise, including what you're likely to encounter in any commercial gym, as well as the many devices you can use safely to work out at home, and learned how to tailor a workout to a client's age and fitness level. The study of nutrition taught me to cut through the myths and provide safe, evidence-based dietary advice and management. After assessing a client's current dietary routines, fitness level, and basal metabolic rate, I calculate a personalized eating plan to manage their weight and meet their fitness goals. To stay current in these fields, I attend instructional seminars regularly. Everything I learn is passed on to the people who work for me, who are all certified personal trainers. Not just any trainer. Because kinesiology is not yet a regulated health profession in the U.S., Anyone who works out regularly at a gym can call themselves a personal trainer. They can demonstrate how to use the equipment and put you through the reps. A certified personal trainer has received extensive education, passed an exam, and may be certified by one of many schools in the industry. They can handle a variety of fitness ranges from the high school athlete in training to the new mother who wants to lose her baby fat to the grandfather wants to keep up with his grandchildren your body's going to change my little sister candace all through high school was rail thin later she found it was harder to maintain her weight and she began noticing changes in her body that she didn't like we've all been there haven't we the obvious change is in our physical appearance our clothes may not fit the same maybe we're shopping for clothes with more stretch or the scale is not displaying the numbers we want to see As you begin to work out regularly, especially if you also apply nutrition that supports your fitness goal, you'll see the changes in your body. Probably even before you see a big change on the scale. In fact, I tell clients not to worry so much about what the scale says, or what the body fat tests show. The only thing that should really matter is whether you're doing what you should be doing. What you know is good for your body. You can answer that question without getting on a scale. You know if you're eating healthy. You know if you're exercising consistently, and you'll see the positive changes in your body. You'll begin to look healthier and more firm overall. Your skin and eyes will look brighter. Your posture will improve. You'll also see changes in your mental and emotional state. Exercise stimulates various brain chemicals, which can relax you and give your mood a makeover. You'll sleep better, which improves your concentration and productivity. You'll have more energy, improved circulation, and probably even a better sex life. And yes, you'll get control of your weight if that's your goal. To do it right, get the best info from the right people. I see people at the gym every day performing exercises in a manner that will give them only a small portion of the benefit they could get by doing it right. Others are using equipment in a way that is unsafe. And still, others are doing the same exercises over and over, working the same muscle groups without regard for the cross-training that can prevent injury and improve results. A good fitness trainer can guide you in choosing the best exercises for your fitness level and goals, and can show you how to perform each exercise safely to get the most benefit. There are many different ways to use a personal trainer that you may not have considered. A kickstart program. For an individual who simply needs a personalized program along with some motivation to get going, this is ideal. It usually includes a weigh-in, a body composition, fitness assessment, and a follow-up in 6-12 to weeks. An exercise program designed to meet your specific needs and goals. And a few one-on-one training sessions to get you started right. Individual Training Program This is one-on-one personal training, usually available in packages from 4 weeks to a year. It includes a startup assessment and an individual exercise program designed to meet your fitness goals and personal needs. Group Training Many trainers will offer small group training sessions of 2-10 to people, usually at a reduced rate and purchased in weekly or monthly packages. You can enroll your friends and family or the trainer might put you together with an existing group that needs an extra member. Fitness Camps Often called Boot Camps These are fast-paced, usually planned for a specified length of time, from a single week to several months. It may take place inside or outside. The group may be large or small, may include people of all ages, or may target an age group. And the focus may be on anything from sports training to weight loss to general fitness and fun. Nutrition Counseling This component may or may not be offered by a personal trainer. Most health clubs or resorts and fitness spas have some sort of nutrition program usually designed for the entire group. At TWC, we feel that nutrition is such an essential component of overall fitness that every personal training program and fitness camp begins with the nutrition discussion. How many times have you said or heard someone else say, if I'd only known then what I know now? Rarely do we get a chance to start over from the beginning, but we can start from where we are right now. The human body is amazing in its resilience. If a 70-year-old woman can reverse the onset of diabetes and heart disease, if a man can lose 108 pounds and still be fired up to lose more, if a non-runner like me can apply himself to marathon training, then whatever goal you've set is certainly achievable. From today forward, keep this strategy in mind. Easy fitness strategy number five. Do it right the first time. Doing it right means getting the best information and following a sensible fitness plan that becomes part of your lifestyle for a lifetime. In the next chapter, we'll discuss a strategy for getting the bonus benefits you deserve. God gave us one incredible body. It's up to us to take care of it. Charlie Lima Chapter 7 Here's the peanut. Life is like riding a bike. You have to keep moving to maintain your balance. Albert Einstein. Here's the peanut. It's not just physical. Royal is a good friend of mine and also a client. He's a doctor, so his days start early and stay busy. Evenings are family time, which is very important to him. When I started training Royal, the only time he could work out was at five in the morning. It takes commitment to be at the gym that early, but we did it. And He has continued working out with me at 5 a.m. three days a week for about five years. If Royal changed his eating habits, he could lose weight. An ideal weight for him would be about 185 pounds. In a good month, he weighs about 215 pounds. That's only about 25 pounds between where he is now and an ideal body weight. Royal is 50 years old, and I trust him in any critical situation because of the great shape that he's in. Sometimes this guy who's twice my age, does workouts that I don't think I could do. That's impressive. He gets comments all the time from his family and friends that he looks buff, like a guy who works out. His upper body is especially well-developed, but Royal's not expecting to have a perfect six-pack, that washboard stomach that marks the dedicated bodybuilder. The only way to get that is to pare down the layer of fat that covers the ribs, which means perfecting his eating habits while continuing the good workouts. Royal is not ready to do that. He's always honest about his eating. If he had nachos the night before, he tells me. If he had a burger with french fries, he owns up to it. And this type of eating happens more often than not. Does he want to look great? Well, sure. But if meeting me at the gym every morning at 5 a.m. was only to lose weight, he would have stopped two years ago. He focused on exercise, and as a doctor, he certainly understands the value of good nutrition, but he's not ready to go there, yet. On the upside, we've started incorporating a protein shake at the end of every session. He brings a shaker, the protein powder, already in it, adds the water, and goes out the door drinking it. That gets his day going. Who knows what he eats or drinks the rest of the day, but the next workout session, he's right back at the gym. He's there because working out makes him feel great. For that hour, he's not thinking about his patients, his finances, or any professional or personal issues. He's just there for a great workout, to sweat, talk, and release some endorphins. Royal is enjoying the hidden benefits of exercising. He starts every day with a dose of achievement, self esteem, confidence, and some good fellowship with a friend. Hidden treasures as a kid i loved m m's candy but the best part of that treat was hidden deep beneath the white letter m beneath the colored candy coating and milk chocolate it was the peanut don't give me regular m m's i want the ones with the prize inside every piece some of the best treats in life are extra like the cheap plastic prize in a box of cereal the free gift with purchase deals at every department store during the holidays and the free food samples at your favorite supermarket. Exercise comes with 10 freebies you might never have realized you were getting. The more you exercise, the better the prize. But with only a little commitment toward an exercise program, you'll be rewarded with bonuses. That's why fitness strategy number six is appreciate the entirety of what exercise and good nutrition can do for you. Freebie number one, Get up and go. Remember in grade school, studying Newton's first law of inertia? An object at rest tends to stay at rest and an object in motion tends to stay in motion with the same speed and in the same direction unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. I'm not sure Newton intended to apply this law to humans, but the truth is most of us tend to keep on doing what we've been doing. If we get up and get active early in the day, chances are we'll keep moving. If we plunk down in front of a screen at any point, we'll likely sit there until someone or something kicks us into motion. I'm exhausted, tired, fatigued, worn out, beat. These are words I hear from people who haven't yet started exercising, but who intend to get going on that as soon as. You can finish the sentence because you've heard the excuses maybe you've uttered a few i know i have there are times when it absolutely makes sense to be tired hard exercise either physical or mental can make you tired for a time but the prize you get from physical exercise is increased energy later a number of studies on the connection between exercise and fatigue from 1945 to 2005 indicate that people who are physically active feel less fatigue than those who are inactive. Of course, the last thing tired people generally want to do is to put on their sneakers and go for a run. The good news is that even a 15-minute walk can do wonders. And, while sunshine, fresh air, and a change of scenery can be added treats, there are plenty of rainy day activities that serve as well jogging in place, aerobic dance, or even jumping jacks. The objective of an aerobic workout is to increase your heart rate for at least 15 to 20 minutes, which means keeping your body in a constant motion. Choose a time when you can make that 15 minutes a habit, first thing in the morning, just before lunch, right after work, or during the six o'clock news. Do it daily. Never go more than one day without exercising, and you'll ensure that it becomes a habit. That few minutes of daily exercise can really transform how you feel and how much energy you have to put towards your day you're weak in the rest of your life freebie number two sniffle stopper catching a cold is not the end of the world but it's certainly a nuisance there's never a good time to catch a cold and for some of us the first sniffle of the season seems to trigger a long succession of colds and flu then we feel generally run down and susceptible to every infection that comes our way regular exercise has proven to have the ability to boost your immune system and help you fight off colds, flu, and other infections. Ever wonder why a fever usually accompanies an infection? Many infectious agents can't survive in a temperature shift, so a fever is your body's way of making you well. By increasing your body temperature, exercise may serve a similar purpose. When you work out, especially during aerobic exercise, your body flushes waste products. Faster breathing flushes bacteria from the lungs. Sweating flushes waste from the largest organ of all, your skin. With fewer infectious agents in your body your risk of infection is lowered exercise increases your heart rate circulating white blood cells and other immune system components more rapidly through your body improving your response time for fighting potential infection studies compiled in 2004 show that short-term stress can actually boost the immune system but chronic long-term stressors suppress the immune system and expose you to disease the good news Exercise is one of the best stress reducers known, and it's free. Freebie number three, stress buster. Job, school, personal relationships, family, finances, these central components of our lives are also our biggest stressors. We're confronted daily with situations that force us to summon enormous emotional strength, and our two most vital organs, the heart and lungs, bear the brunt of the body's physiological stress response. Simultaneously, Neurotransmitters are activated, hormones are released, and nutrients are metabolized as the body prepares for survival. Today, most stressors are psychosocial rather than presenting a threat of bodily harm, so the need to respond physically is unnecessary. While it's good that we don't have to fight off wild animals' intent on eating us, the unused byproducts of the stress response can compromise our immune system. Fortunately, exercise is an amazingly efficient substitute. It simulates the fighting or running dictated by the fight or flight phenomenon, allowing the body to return to homeostasis. Aerobic exercise especially burns off toxic hormones that would otherwise linger. So when life slings arrows at you, take refuge on the treadmill. Freebie number four, mood lifter and confidence builder. Some days you can't help but feel that the world has dumped a load of garbage right on top of you. This is when we might head to Ben and Jerry's hoping to drown our problems on chocolate therapy. Most people don't realize that a fast 20-minute walk would serve the purpose much better. Intense exercise releases feel-good chemicals in the brain, endorphins, adrenaline, serotonin, and dopamine. Cardiovascular exercise and aerobics are particularly effective at creating the intensity required for lifting a bad mood. Yoga, which involves intense stretching and deep breathing, increases oxygen flow, releases muscular tension and stiffness, and has also been shown to reduce negative emotions while providing a sense of well-being. Additionally, exercising provides a sense of accomplishment. Even if your mirror shows some extra pounds, if you're working out and eating right, that overweightness seems small compared to everything you're doing to improve your body. Take away the exercise take away the good nutrition, and the fact that you're overweight is all you can think about. When we move, we have a sense of purpose, capability, and accomplishment. Every workout sends you out the door feeling a little more confident with a little more self-esteem about what you've achieved. You mentally give yourself points. During the week, you might get a lot of minuses. The clothes didn't fit or the scale didn't say what you wanted. But when you get to work out and give yourself plus 10, plus 20, And the pluses overpower all those minuses, multiple workout sessions per week, per month, per year, are going to make a huge difference in your self-confidence. Freebie number five, balance bar. No, it's not something you can eat like Snickers or Hershey's milk chocolate. It's not a ballet bar that dancers use to practice their steps. It's an invisible line that holds you upright when you're in danger of falling. Balance is an essential ability especially as your body ages. Simple falls account for close to 300,000 broken hips every year. And along with those hip fractures come the walkers, canes, and wheelchairs. Functional training is a buzzword you'll hear bounced around among fitness gurus. And while it has immense importance, it's actually simple in its application. Although conventional weight training isolates muscle groups and works them independently, functional exercise teaches all the muscles to work together. The result is better balance when you're climbing stairs, reaching up to change a light bulb, or simply getting out of a chair. These are things we do every day and take for granted we'll be able to do for the rest of our lives. But like a favorite pair of knee sprung jeans, some body parts wear out quicker than others. Functional exercise ensures that you won't be sitting in the dark at the bottom of the stairs because you can't stand up and reach the light bulb. Freebie number six. Brain Fertilizer John Rattay, an associate professor of clinical psychiatry at Harvard Medical School and author of A User's Guide to the Brain, believes that we can actively shape how our brain develops throughout the course of our lives. Rattay calls exercise brain fertilizer because it keeps the neurons young and healthy and makes them more ready to connect with each other. Exercise increases production of a growth factor called BDNF, or brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which encourages the creation of new nerve cells. Studies have shown that adults who exercise regularly experience a slower rate of cognitive decline over time and have a lower risk of Alzheimer's disease. When you exercise, even a simple activity like walking, your mind is active making hundreds of choices regarding balance, perception, and memory. The breeze blowing against your face, the flowers and weeds you pass, the cracks in the sidewalk, all of these things stimulate the brain. So if you read or listen to a book on CD while using the stair climber, you may be getting a double whammy of fertilizer for your brain while also toning your body. Freebie number seven, Fountain of Youth. A study led by Tim D. Spector, a professor of genetic epidemiology at King's College in London, revealed that exercise may slow the aging process. As reported in the Washington Post, exercise appears to slow the shriveling of the protective tips on bundles of genes called telomeres inside your brain cells. Once a telomere gets too short, that cell can no longer divide aging occurs as more and more cells reach the end of their telomeres and die this results in weakened muscles skin wrinkles loss of eyesight and hearing organ failure and slowed mental functioning adults who exercised at least an hour and a half weekly had telomeres that looked as youthful as those from a person five to six years younger people who exercised vigorously for three hours each week had telomeres that looked like those from someone about nine years younger. Freebie number eight, social director. When you were a kid socializing with your friends, nobody told you to go get some exercise. You were more likely to be told don't run in the house or don't jump on the bed, it's not a trampoline or if you're going to swing around like a monkey, go outside. Running, jumping, turning somersaults, that was part of your day, part of your play. When you think about exercise as play, It becomes a lot more fun tennis anyone think about exercise as a time to get together with friends or to make new friends instead of trudging off to the gym to get it over with call a friend or two and work out together when social interaction becomes part of your weekly exercise habit not only are you more likely to have fun doing it you'll keep one another accountable okay so you can't get your couch potato friends motivated Try this. Join a class. You'll find classes in just about every area of physical fitness, from aerobics to swimming to dance. Sign up for something you know you'll enjoy. Commit to being at every class, to meeting one or more people who will help you stay motivated, and to having fun. Choose a sport. Ask around at the gym or at your local community center for sports teams that meet in the area or for individuals looking for a partner. Team sports are great for meeting new people, and the challenge of competition may increase your enthusiasm for the games. If you prefer one-on-one games, try racquetball, handball, or even golf. Walk for a cause. Charity fundraisers are wonderful events for meeting people. Hundreds of people from all areas of your community and every socioeconomic level, starting in the spring and all the way through the late fall. You can bet there's a charity 5K, 10K, or marathon event somewhere nearby for walkers and runners, as well as biking events that support worthwhile charities. Freebie number 9 Sex Enhancer. If better health, stronger muscles, and longer life don't kickstart your motivation for exercise, consider what it can do for your sex life. Overall, people who exercise regularly feel better about themselves feel more sexually desirable, and report higher levels of satisfaction, says the Electronic Journal of Human Sexuality. A study by the University of British Columbia found that 20 minutes of exercise spurred greater sexual response in the women participants compared to no exercise at all. Another study by the University of Arkansas, Program of Health Science, showed that men and women who were more physically fit rated their own sexual performance higher. As the number of days of exercise per week increased, so did the ratings of sexual desirability. Among people who exercised four to five days per week, 88% of the women and 69% of the men reported their sexual performances as above average. After studying more than 31,000 men, the Harvard School of Public Health researchers reported that those who were physically active had a 30% lower risk for erectile dysfunction than the men with little or no physical activity, says CNN.com. Sexual activity requires a certain amount of strength and endurance. And since exercise increases strength and endurance, you'll have greater physical control and more options. What a prize! Don't forget the free gift with purchase when you buy that cologne. Just spend more time at the gym and watch what happens to your sex life. Freebie number 10. Sleeping Pill Stress and fatigue make some people crave sleep. But for others, it works exactly the opposite, causing insomnia or restless sleep patterns. Exercise has shown to be highly effective in inducing deep and restful sleep. But the best time to exercise is not right before bedtime. Instead, exercise in the morning, afternoon, or early evening. Researchers believe that morning exercise may help to set a person's body clock to be awake during the day and asleep at night. An internal pacemaker within our brain signals hormones to maintain the circadian rhythm, reported sleep sleep researcher Taney Kinsome. A new study by Shelly S. Torger, Ph.D., conducted for one year with 173 women between ages 50 and 75 years old revealed that morning exercisers who worked out three and a half to four hours a week had less trouble falling asleep. M&Ms with peanuts are still my favorite candy, an indulgence I enjoy once or twice a year. My fiance, Alicia, and I named our dog Peanut Butter because she loves the dog and I love Peanut Butter. We call him Peanut for short. He's the freebie that came with our betrothal. A friend told me recently that even Quaker Oats once came with a prize inside the box. The prize was a piece of glassware for mom. Who knew the value of starting the day right? After reading about the 10 freebies you get from working out, can you guess my next fitness strategy? Strategy number six, appreciate the entirety of what exercise and good nutrition can do for you mentally emotionally and physically coming up we'll discuss a strategy for surrounding yourself with people who appreciate fitness as you do the quality not the longevity of one's life is what is important dr martin luther king jr thank you for tuning in today don't forget to subscribe to the building better people podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.